Welcome to Speaking of Partnership, the show that brings you the personal partnership stories of experts from all walks of life so you can turn their stumbling blocks into stepping stones to healthy, long-lasting partnerships. I'm your host, Ken Bechtel. You know that the partnership game is not easy, but it is beautiful. If you find you're struggling with attracting or maintaining partnerships, go to speakingofpartnership.com right now, click on the big red Tell Me More button, and start creating your ideal partnership today. Now, let me introduce you to today's guest. I am super excited about today's show as every one of our guests from this week has provided us with bonus material. This is what we call Follow Your Yes Friday. In the 20 years that I've been doing research and working with partners and, and, and relationships and men and women, one of the things that I've found missing in many partnerships is, well, we tend to forget or maybe we just neglect to follow our intuition or what I call our yes, that gut feeling that tells us, here's what your next step is. Instead, what happens is we we tend to be in our partnerships and we're operating solely from our head. We're analyzing everything. We're disregarding just what our gut's telling. Sometimes we do pay attention. We we recognize that yes, that, that instinct, and we start to follow it. But here's the trick. We tend to not really own it. We don't defend it. We don't we don't set our boundaries with conviction. And this results in us abandoning our yes. We ultimately end up proceeding in our partnerships based on somebody else's yes. They put theirs on the table and we just go, oh yeah, that's good. And we go with theirs. What we're going to look at today, I've asked every one of our guests about their yes. Not just when they followed their yes, but also when they haven't. What happened when they didn't follow their yes? They didn't follow that gut feeling that said, oh, this is what you need to do next, and instead went strictly off their intellect and their analyzer and said, nope, nope, that doesn't pencil. I'm going to keep on this path. We've got information from every single guest that you heard this week that's going to help you understand the power of following your yes. Now, here we go. Dr. Gary Salyer joined us to share a tremendous story about how your yes never lies. Well, Dr. Gary, I would love it if you would help us illustrate the importance of following your internal guidance, what I call your yes. And where I'd like to start is actually with a story of a time when you did not follow your yes. Maybe at that time you you didn't really realize you had one, but now when you look back, you realize, oh my gosh, that was so clear. My gut was telling me exactly what to do and I didn't do it. Tell us about that time. You know, I'm going to take you back to a time uh, right after, well, actually, it was toward the end of of my first marriage. And uh, I was seeing some of the issues. I was in my PhD program, and I went into a therapist. And I I knew I needed to deal with some issues around my mother because my mother literally was borderline. And But there was a part of me of ever facing up that I just might be like her. And I remember knowing I needed to, I picked a woman that would uh, purposely therapist so I could go in and talk about all this. And then at one point, even though my gut was telling me, you need to bring all this to light and deal with it, 
I had this pullback moment where I said to her, Elizabeth, she wanted to take me someplace. I said, you'll never get me there. I will never look that Medusa in the face. I won't go there with you. And it was, and I did, and I wouldn't let her take me there. After I saw the same dynamics play out in my second marriage and divorce, I realized then I should have followed my guts. And what I did was when I walked into therapy the second time after my second um, divorce, I looked at, and I knew what my guts had said 20 years ago. And I, my first words were to him. I told him that very same story. And I said, I want to look this time. And it was, and it made all the difference. Sometimes, and what I found out was this Medusa that was in me was just a scared little five-year-old. And I had been running from nothing but a scared little boy within me. And if I had followed my guts, I would have been spared a second divorce. And I think on the more positive side, you know, 20, uh, about two years ago, uh, you know, I was just to the place I'd been speaking uh, locally and I was, and I needed um, better coaching to, to coach and to, to mean to, to be able to speak on a national level. And it was, I was saying, man, I don't have the money for this. This, this type of a coaching is more expensive. But I just, I just, I knew my gut said, whether you have the money or not, do it, it will come. And I literally took a leap of faith. And the, and I've always wanted to speak on a national level. And there was a part of me that said, son, you either do it now or not. And it was taking that gut level leap of faith that financially everything logically looked wrong because it was the coaching it took and the expenses was a lot more expensive than my business model at the moment. And then, and Everything I've, I've been the last two years and everything I'm writing in my book came from all the experience I got by taking that risk and following the yes in my body that said, if just do it, it will fall. And I just knew the yes came from the universe around me. And I knew the universe was saying, take a walk with me, Gary. Take a walk with me. Yeah. And it won't feel comfortable. And I have to say that um, uh, I treasure the times I follow my yes because the universe is about giving us yeses and leaning us there. But every once in a while, there's no one at that. But if there's a yes in your body, follow it. It never lies. Yeah, that's such a great example of, of the cost of not following it. So yes. let's flip this around. Take us to a moment in time when, when you had that clear yes, and not only did you recognize it, but you actually followed it. Tell us that story. Oh, yes. Well, um, Again, I guess I could talk about two years ago. I, I was just looking at things and saying, "Oh, I can't really do that." And uh, the type when if you if you speak on a national circuit, I mean, there's a lot of subtle coaches that uh, coaching that they expect you to know. So I invested in a speaker coach. You um, know, I I invested in a business coach, and I have to say, um, I had a I had a certain book that I was going to write. But it was in speaking all across the country that I got to hear what a nation really was asking. It was a, the great love debate is, a, is like a town hall meeting. And I began to realize some of what I was going to say wasn't that important. And other things that I didn't think were important was exactly. I began to realize that people were worried, weren't worried about some things, but they were worried about how you go from lusting to lasting. I When I got... 
I, in eight shows, I got a standing ovation. I go, then I need to talk in my book. How do we go from initial chemistry to a full-fledged couple? And the entire process of following my yes has allowed me to write the book that I'm going to write. And uh, it's allowed me to become a, a way better man. Uh, I feel like uh, I'm more in touch with where this generation is, a, a big generation. Because sometimes... You know, the questions asked in San Francisco are different than, say, Austin or Boston or Chicago. And um, I'm so grateful that I've gotten a chance to play the biggest game of my life. Uh, I've always wanted to speak on a national level, and I'm glad I followed my yes. That is so powerful. Uh, thank you for sharing these stories with us today. Oh, you're welcome, Kim. You're welcome. It's been fun. Leslie Ziemba brought us a great reminder that you want to follow your yes and ask questions later. Well, Leslie, it would be great if you would help us to kind of illustrate the importance of following your yes. And I'm actually going to have a start with the opposite. So I'd love to have you share with us a story of a time you did not follow your yes. Maybe at the time you didn't really realize you had one, but now when you look back, you're like, geez, that was clear and your gut was telling you what to do and you still didn't do it. Tell us about that time. Well, well, I've got a good one for that, Ken. I, I was in my own uh, romantic relationship when I was just starting on this whole journey of personal development. And I was in this relationship and about maybe four or five months into the relationship, we had gotten into an argument and I woke up one morning and you know, I never, I'm a very spiritual person, but I don't normally get voices in my head <laughs> telling me to do something. <laughs> and I woke up one morning and before I could even put my feet on the floor, I had a clear voice in my mind that said, you're done. Not a voice that said, I'm done, but a voice that said, you're done. We had gotten in this argument the night before and I was just tired of, you know, the headache with him. And I heard that voice, you're done. And I literally jumped up out of bed and I was so like, wait a minute. No, I don't. I argued with the voice like all day in my head. Like, I don't want to end this. I, you know, he's a decent guy. I mean, we, you know, have a great life together sometimes. Mostly it was an intimate life. That was great. You know, I didn't want to let go of that. And I, I argued with it and I stayed in that relationship. And I continued in that relationship for over another year, almost another year and a half. And I just had that gut feeling again about a year and a half later. And it was not a voice this time, but it was an intuition that told me about a woman that I had met about two months prior. I didn't get a good feeling about her and they were friends. And all I knew was I just, I remembered that woman's name he was friends with her on Facebook, good old social media. That'll always mess with your relationship sometimes. <laughs> so I remembered that woman's name and I just remembered I didn't get a good feeling about it, you know, the last, like two months prior to that, but I kept her name in my mind. And then two months later, I just felt like something wasn't right. And I ended the relationship with him and I just didn't, I didn't say anything about it. I didn't have any proof. But I just didn't get a good feeling in my gut. And I ended the relationship. And that was on a Monday. And I couldn't let it go that I thought there might be something with that woman. And on Thursday, I found that woman on Facebook. And, I, and he wasn't friends with her anymore. And I sent her a message and said, 
you know, you were friends with my boyfriend for a while and I, you know, I remember you were friends with him and you're not anymore. And I just want to know if there was something else there. And, and she told me that, you know, she had actually gone out on a date with them. They didn't do anything, but they just, you know, were talking and that, and she knew about me, but they were only talking and that's good enough for me. But, you know, it's, I had already ended the relationship and I did confront him about it. And of course he denied it, but I already knew I had my proof, Mm. my intuition. I I remember saying to him when I hung up the phone with him that day, thank you. I will never not listen to my intuition again. I will never discard it. That little gut feeling, that little nudge. And I always call it the hell yes or the hell no. Mm -hmm. When you feel it, just go with it. Ask questions later. Just go with it. Yeah. And I'm so glad I did. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And and that's the thing, right, is in the moment, all we have is that little bit of information, like in this relationship. Yeah. We don't know where it's leading. We just got to go with what we have right here. And right. 99% of the time, you'll look back and be, man, am I glad I paid attention. Yeah. Yeah. It's very rare that I... I talk to someone which obviously I ask lots of people this question <laughs> they're like mm-hmm. yeah it wasn't like oh yeah I followed my yes and I regret it every day since no they're like thrilled right. they're like right. oh my gosh why have I not done more of this and much like you where they're like okay now I know I I have denied it in the past and I'm not going to anymore right and yeah. sometimes we need to go through that we need to exactly. you know, like falling down the steps you need to get up and try it again and maybe the, the next time you'll be a little bit more You'll be a little bit more open to listening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it takes practice to actually listen to it when it whispers instead of waiting for it to yell. Oh, yeah, because everybody, you know, if you're a spiritual person, I don't know who doesn't look up at the sky and say, just tell me. <laughs> you know, just tell me what to do. And it doesn't work like that. <laughs> no, not so much. <laughs> no, no, we have to be open to those little, like you said, those little whispers those little signs, those little nudges, that little gut feeling that something's right or something isn't right. Yeah, exactly. And it does take practice. Yep, yep. And we're all going to miss it every once in a while, and that's fine. Yeah. We just keep that's growing. Okay. Excellent. Yep. Well, thank you for those stories, Leslie. Those were great. You're welcome. Thank you, Ken. You're welcome. Thank you to all my guests for sharing their stories of the benefits of following their yes. And for you listening... I invite you to take what you just heard about the importance of following your yes and apply it to what you heard this week on the show. Chances are there was something that clicked for you when you were listening to our interviews this week. What I invite you to do is to implement it. It doesn't matter if it's changing a behavior or a belief you've been operating from. Maybe it's looking into one of the resources or books that our guests recommended. Whatever your yes was from the material you heard from our guests this week, take it and act on it. And if you missed any of the interviews this week, simply go to speakingofpartnership.com and enter the guest name in the search bar. It'll take you directly to the recording of their interview. You can view their show notes and find all the links to the resources they mentioned. Follow Your Yes Friday is all about you taking the next two days and applying something that you learned on the show this week. Follow up on something that caught your attention where you thought, man, this is good. This, this could really make a difference in my life. Whatever that yes was, this is your compass telling you this is your best path. So follow it. 
From all of us here at Speaking of Partnership, we invite you to take your yes and take action on it today. Peace. Thank you for listening to Speaking of Partnership. Head over to speakingofpartnership.com for links and recaps of every show and so much more. I release a brand new episode every Monday through Friday, so make sure you don't miss a single show. Go to your favorite podcast directory, search for Speaking of Partnership, and click subscribe. Like what you hear? Leave us a rating and review on Stitcher and iTunes. The greatest compliment you can give the show is to refer us to someone else, either in person or on the web. Have a great day, and remember, even when you stumble, you're still moving forward. Peace.